I want to talk a little bit about Thanksgiving, and may God bless us as we're engaged in this. In Colossians chapter 3, and then a verse in chapter 4, I just find it interesting in the short passage of, uh, of Scripture, Colossians 3, picking it up in verse 12, we read this. Therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, put on tender mercies, kindness, humility, meekness, long-suffering, bearing with one another and forgiving one another, if anyone has a complaint against another, even as Christ forgave you, so you also must do. But above all these things, put on love, which is the bond of perfection, and let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to which also you were called in one body, and be thankful." Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. And whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. And then in chapter 4, dropping down to verse 2, continue earnestly in prayer, being vigilant in it with thanksgiving. All right, so... I, I, the reason I grabbed those is in a very short period of time, three exhortations to being thankful. You look throughout the scriptures, and we are called to be thankful, to have a spirit that is thankful. And I've just been thinking on this whole concept of being thankful and its significance. And um, there's two thoughts. I want to share one right at the beginning, and then we're going to uh, throw out a few ideas, and then we're going to, I want to share one right at, the, right at the end, if we can. The first thing about being thankful is that it is humbling. A thankful spirit is a spirit of somebody who is in a position of humility, because we're acknowledging our need of someone and who has somehow benefited, had benefit towards us. A spirit, a true thanksgiving, a true spirit of thankfulness, when we give thanks, we're acknowledging that there's been something good that has come to us that we don't have the power to control. We, don't, we, we didn't do it for ourselves. It always entails being thankful to someone or for someone. And I saw this humility borne out, and I thought in a very significant way, uh, was it a month ago now? You will recall we had a painting weekend here. Now our Acts Committee did a ton of work, a ton of work prior to any of that. They asked us if we could come and help because they said it's a big job. But prior to any of us showing up, They had done a ton of work, and I promise you, by the time the last one who they asked to come left, or when they left, they still did a ton of work afterwards. And you know what I heard from the Acts Committee repeatedly to anybody who came? I heard, thank you for coming and helping. Thank you for coming and helping. Thank you so much for helping. Your help was really important. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And it just went on and on and on. And I thought to myself, it'd be much easier for you because of all the work you as a committee have done and all of you have what you've done individually. It'd be also very easy for you to have kind of a proud spirit. That's said, look what we've pulled off. We did, I mean, let's realistically, I'll bet they did 80 to 85% of the work their committee did, the actual work. Not to downplay anything. I'm saying they just did way more than any of us know. And yet they're thanking us with a humble spirit. Thank you for responding to a need. 
for those who are laboring. So the first thing about being thankful is it's an act of humility to acknowledge that we needed something that somebody else added to our life. I've also been thinking a little bit and anticipating our time together is, you know, we have some, perhaps some misgivings about Thanksgiving, and I thought I'd like to, I'd like to touch on these briefly, about times when we're not thankful. We're not thankful. We're not thankful when I don't get what I deserve. And there's a story, and we won't have time to look at these. There's a story in, uh, in 2 Kings chapter 5 about a, a man who was uh, considered a significant military leader, but he had leprosy. And so he went to Elisha, and uh, he had heard Elisha had the ability with power from God to help. And so he goes to Elisha, and um, this is a significant guy, you have to understand. And he comes to Elisha's house, and Elisha doesn't even come to the door. Elisha sends a messenger to the door, tell him, go wash in the Jordan River. And the guy's ticked off. He's just ready to leave. His name's Naaman, and he's just ready to leave. Why? Because <laughs> I thought you were going to come out to me, Elisha. I thought you were going to come out to me, and you were going to have some incantations and say some great words over me, that you'd, become, you'd come in personal contact with me. Because you know what? I'm an important person. And he didn't get what he felt he deserved. And he was ready to walk away. Because he deserved being treated better than that. He said, we got rivers that I could go to back home rather than jump in this muddy Jordan River here. His assistants said to him, hey, wait a second. If he'd asked you to do something big, you'd have done it, right? Yeah. Well, why don't you try it? It's a pretty little thing that you're being asked to do. Okay. So he does. He's healed. Now he's ready to be thanked, you know, be thankful. But his initial response was, I don't deserve this. I'm being mistreated. We're not, we don't usually have a spirit of thanksgiving when we feel like we're being mistreated. When I don't get what I deserve, I'm not thankful. And when I do get what I deserve, I'm not thankful. 1 Corinthians chapter 4, and it doesn't specifically deal with the question of, of being thankful specifically, but it's in there. And Paul is writing to the Corinthians who are kind of infighting with one another, and each one is showing how, wanting to say how great they are compared to the next one, and I follow Paul, and I follow Apollos, and, and they're starting to get this thing going down that, you know, they're getting proud in their own selves. They're getting proud with the giftings that God has given them. Paul writes and says to them, what do you have that you didn't receive? And if you received it, why are you boasting about it? See, they figured that they, that they deserved the accolades. They deserved the places of honor. They deserved the positions that said, uh, you know, we really think you're something special. Why? Because I have this gifting. And Paul says, um, where'd you get that gift? Oh, yeah, it came from God. Why are you boasting? It was a gift. So I don't, I don't, I'm not thankful when I don't get what I deserve. I'm not thankful when I do get what I deserve because this is what I deserved. I don't need to be thankful. I deserve this. And I'm not thankful when I don't see the need for thanksgiving. And I know I've mentioned this to you before, and I kick myself. I did not write this down years ago when I saw it. But I recall on an atheist website reading some woman who wrote that our conscience is the greatest thing that evolution gave to us. Our conscience is. Now, first of all, it's logically 
inconsistent to make a statement like that. That does not hold up to reasoning the very the outset of the statement. Okay? But going with where she's at, what, who are you thankful to in that? Who, who are you thankful to? You're just thankful for this supposedly random process, which I don't buy, this supposedly random process. See, our thanksgiving always goes to someone. And in Romans chapter 1, and I think it correlates to that, in Romans chapter 1, Paul writes about people who decided they actually didn't, they were very precise in why they didn't want to be thankful. Because in Romans chapter 1, he describes that God's wrath is poured out on those who suppress truth in unrighteousness. And he says this in verse 21, because although they knew God, they did not glorify him as God, nor were thankful. They didn't want to humble themselves to this truth that said there is a creator God that has put this all in order and to whom you answer. He said, no, I don't want to have to answer that, so I'm going to ignore that truth that stares me in the face every day. I'm not going to give glory to him. That's humbling. And I'm not going to be thankful. And he says, their foolish hearts were darkened and professing to be wise, they became fools, changed the glory of the incorruptible God into an image made like corruptible man. And they ultimately worshipped the creature rather than the creator. And they just turned away from thankfulness because they, they just didn't want to give in to it. And I think in among our modern day atheists and those who purport evolution to be the only way to explain how we got here, I think ultimately they praise creation. Evolution, the best gift it gave us was our consciences. So we're thankful to come to this place evolutionarily. And instead of worshiping the creator, they're worshiping the creature. And there's another way in which we miss this whole thing of thanksgiving. And that is simply an insincerity. Jesus told a parable in Luke chapter 18, and you all are familiar with it. Two men went up into the temple to pray. One a Pharisee, the other a publican or a sinner. And the Pharisee says what? I thank you, God, that I'm not like other men. And he goes on and he describes his own righteousness and all the things he does well. Jesus said about this guy, he said he told this, Luke describes it, he told this parable, he told this parable because of those who justify themselves before God. The guy may be thanking God. I thank you, God, that I'm not like this. Where's this? What do you really think? He thinks I'm pretty cool. I'm pretty good. There's no thanksgiving to God there. And God rejected his prayer. God rejected his thanksgiving because Jesus said it was the, the sinner who wouldn't even lift up his hand, uh, eyes to heaven, just smote his breast and said, God, forgive me, a sinner. He said, that's the guy that went home justified, left there in a right relationship with God. And sometimes we can have this, we can have this uh, insincere where we claim to be thankful when really it's just an expression of our pride. Because as we said at the beginning, 
True thankfulness is an act of humility. You can't really be thankful at the same time harboring this deep pride as to how how great I am. I can't do it. (laughs) I can't do it. They're antithetical to one another. So what are the two things about thankfulness? Number one, it's an act of humility. And if we're going to be thankful before the Lord, (laughs) we have to humble ourselves before the Lord. Otherwise, we're going to be in that proud place and, and, and it's not going to work. That's number one. Secondly, when we come to that place, true thanksgiving to God, true thanksgiving before God, it reorients us to reality that we really are dependent on someone else, that we have not arrived at this place in our life because, simply because we are so incredible and we are so amazing that there is a God in heaven who has been rich in grace and kindness and love towards us. And when we are truly thankful for that, it puts it back in proper perspective. You are God, I'm not. And I am in desperate need of you on a day-to-day basis. And you alone sustain me. A voice of humility that reorients us to reality. That's true thanksgiving. Amen? Amen.